And that is the first opening set of Prove It All Night. My name is Pat Byrne. And this is a show we do once a week with some friends, with some listeners. Listeners are friends, too. And we do it for three hours. And I sit in this chair and I take some calls sometimes. And sometimes those high school kids from Perth Amboy prank call me and I get upset. And other times we have great great callers that don't do that and they follow the rules. And the rules are you call up and you don't curse. And I can't curse either with my guests. Sometimes I want to. Believe you me. But you can't. The hotline is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. And I am in studio right now with a friend who I'm going to introduce in a moment. But I first have to back announce... The songs you just heard here on the program. And so, oh my goodness, this isn't what I wanted at all. Have to play something else. You know, I didn't bring bed music, so I figured I'd just uh, not, not bring it. But what is bed music? Well, bed music is. Explain this to me. This is uh, this is pro lingo here. It is pro lingo. It's the it's the music underneath. It's a bed. It's a layer. Mm. It's a, uh, how else would I call it? It's sort of like, yeah, it's, um, oh, here's a good one. Play the whole record if I want. Let's see here. Oh, got a, there we go. Oh, that's nice. The Upsetters. I mean, we played reggae in the first quarter of the set, so might as well. Well, one, one of the best instrumental albums of all time. Return I don't know the upset. Would, would it be presumptuous of me since I just learned it to already use bed music? Yes. Like, do I need a full night in studio, or can I just no. like go right into it? You're in. Act as if. Act as if. I'm here. You're here, and you know why this sounds so good to you? Why? Uh, you do know this. This is Lee Perry's old band, Lee Scratch Perry. This is his like first band project. They were like the MGs of Jamaica, like Booker T and the MGs were like the like okay. the Stacks house band. Yeah, and the Upsetters were the house band for um, well Lee Perry's studio and all his productions. So, Did not know that. So they're like pretty boss sounds. Anyway, in that set of music, I'll introduce that mystery guest in a second. In that set, you heard. I better mark mark off that I'm on a set break. How about that? Let's start from top to bottom. The Clash, the Clash with White Man and Hammersmith Palace. Which notably was Joe Strummer's favorite tune. He went down and saying that. I never got to see him, which sucks. Neither I. That's one of my big show regrets, which was an old topic on the show. Could have seen him at St. Anne's Warehouse on the last Mescaleros tour, and I didn't go. What prevented you from it? A good reason or a terrible reason? Well, I was in high school, so Mm -hmm. it was one of those dumb things. I was like a senior, and I was like... In my my last semester, so it kind of didn't matter, but I had like a test or something was due the next day, and I was like, oh, I should be responsible. But like, none of that mattered because like I was already <laughs> done with school. Yeah, and basically, did Joe Strummer teach you nothing? Exactly. Yeah. And I had a friend who was willing to drive, so my older friend Joe was like, let's go. You, I'll go if you want to go. And I was like, eh, let's catch him on the next tour. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened. Alton Ellis with Soul Groover. Off the great comp uh, Trojan, what is it? Trojan reggae? Trojan, Jamaican superstars, that's that. The Capsules, brand new 45 from them, your sweet inspiration. Pat Kelly on the same comp. Pat Kelly, as I mentioned, the 
the Sam Cooke of Jamaica with How Long Will It Take? Great, great tune that I was listening to with my girlfriend last night. And I was like, I should play that tomorrow. And then, you know, that's how it happens. Man, serendipitous. Lee Fields with a brand new soul funk record. How Long Will It Take? That's on the Big Crown label. And it's off the album Special Night. Really great, great tracks on this thing. The awesome Homer Steinwise. you know him? Great drummer. I don't. He's the drummer of the Dap Kings. Ooh. It's really hard to, like, nail that, like... You know, like, that, that, that like, classic soul. I mean, well, you, you just nailed it. Well? You don't even need drums. I'm available. I may be talking to a drummer. I'm going to introduce him in a moment. Wait, why did my bed music stop? Oh, Good man. gracious. I wanted the Sleeping whole... on the floor all no, of a sudden. No, I wanted the whole know? record, and it didn't... I was so comfortable, and I rolled off onto the floor. All right. Wait. Thanks a lot. Wait. We're going to maybe hear that song again. In the meantime, you heard... Eventually, we'll hear it again. The upsetters behind me. Speaking of being upset... Well, no. The opposite of that. The capsules... Flipped that biscuit over and we heard what you wanted. That's a great 45. And this is really tinny. You hear the high end too much on this one. That's all right. <laughs> um, after the capsules, a funny track from Jonathan Richmond and Tommy Larkins on the drums. That was People Are Disgusting. And that's <laughs> a CDR that was inserted inside a new 45 from him. The man himself who played right here in Monty Hall a few weeks ago. Mm. I missed that, unfortunately. Another one I slept on. Eyelids with No Jigsaw. That's a great new sort of indie rock single from them. And the front cover features a picture from Studio B right upstairs. I guess that right? I guess they wanted to show some FMU love, and we send it right back. Um, on the Hozak label, the Liminanis. Liminan us? How would you say, pronounce it? Liminianas. 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 Thank you. With... Prisonic. Prisonic. How would you? How would you say that? P R I. Say prisonic. Prisonic. Thank you. Great track. Unless you had an umlau over that <laughs> u, which you don't. The so ma- I think that's fine. The man who's correcting my pronunciation is a returning guest on this show, and his name is Benny Horowitz. Hi, Pat. I couldn't be Welcome more back. pleased. Thanks. Than to be here again with you. And may I say, yeah. I'm automatically impressed. With your knowledge of bands drummers. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard you drop about three drummers in the last five minutes. It's true. Well, I'm a drummer myself. And you have me in here. It's true. I mean, I feel like we're making small and incremental steps towards uh, equality. That's right. And this is because of people like you who are being bold and being strong in... In our name. Thank you. I mean, listen, I, I come from a drum background. I haven't touched a kit in years, but I used to tour and play drums and bands and stuff, and that was a lot of fun. You still do that. I do. Respectively. Uh, Benny plays in a little band called Gaslight Anthem and another little band called Bottom Feeder. Mm-hmm. And he's a great guy. And I th- he's also a neighbor of mine, which is very cool to see. See you around all the time. Yeah, we walk we walk dogs. I almost said we walk each other's dogs, which I we mean, don't do. It would kind of defeat the purpose. I could see if one day you gave me a call, you're like, hey, let me take them off your hands this time. Let, let me walk both dogs. Right. That would be a useful thing. I but s- to walk each other's dogs, no. I, don't see, I don't see why we would do that at all. What, um... 
Has your dog opened up at all to other dogs? Because I know you had that problem. It depends. Yeah. Depends on the animal. You know, my dog is a, uh, he's a proud man, and he doesn't like to be put in his place. So if someone comes up to him trying to play the dominance, he's probably not going to do too well with it. But if they uh, submit to his dominance, then uh, he'll do fine. But the funny part about that, as you know, and the listeners will now know, is my dog is 24 pounds. So when he decides he's dominant over a 100-pound dog, you'd be surprised the amount of 100-pound dogs submit to the little man. Warren Studio with Benny Horowitz, <laughs> who plays drums... And he also does other things. Let's play a drummer game. Okay. All right. Do you know the drummer for uh, ACDC? Oh, my God. Phil Rudd. Okay. One of, my, one of my favorite drummers. No. Who's th- having some trouble right now with the law. He, oh, yeah. What's going on with that? He, <laughs> he, he apparently... He allegedly might have hired a hitman to take care of like oh, right. his ex-wife or yeah. something. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Which is not hilarious at all, but it's... Ironic because he played drums on the song "Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap." <laughs> it sounds like he he maybe paid low dollar for what he was doing. And that's the reason the implications even come out before. I mean, you, well, yes, but I mean, if you hire a good hitman, right? The deed would have just been done at the market rate, <laughs> and we would have never heard about it. I, no? could, I, I, I could hear the hitman going like, "Listen, man, these are competitive rates. <laughs> yeah, if you if you would just please." You'd be surprised. They got a union. Right. You know, they... Especially in Australia. They have... Uh, no, but Phil, right. Phil, Phil Rudd, before before you drum me on, or quiz okay. me on... Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe it is drum me. I don't know. Uh, I went to see them on their last tour with where Brian Johnson was singing before he had oh, that yeah. hearing problem. Uh-huh. I was so glad I went to see them. I went, like, alone. Just I was like, I have to see ACDC. <laughs> and uh, I was bummed, too, because Phil Rudd would have played on that tour. Yeah. And I would have seen all original members except... Obviously not um, their late great first singer, mm-hmm. uh, and also, um, I guess this is, it was a weird year for them because their 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 rhythm guitar player um, Angus's brother. Right. Uh, why am I blanking on everybody else's name in the <laughs> band right now? But uh, no. Uh, oh no, the document expired. But I believe the name you were searching for earlier is Bon Scott. Bon Scott, respectively, yeah. But. Uh, no, the um, was it Malcolm Young? Malcolm Young is the rhythm Sounds player. right. And he was he he was suffering from dementia, so he's like oh. out of the band. And he was a great rhythm player. And then I was like, well, at least it's Phil Rudd and Angus Young and, yeah, no. and Brian Johnson. And then Phil Rudd's like out, for, you know, on the because law because of his shoddy yeah. criminality. And I was like, man, why'd you have to? Couldn't you wait a tour or something? I really wanted to see him drum. But do we know this is real? And this wasn't just the ex-wife saying Phil Rudd hired a hitman. Um, I mean, if, you know the way it is these days, Pat. Well, which information, if wh- somebody, which way is up these days? I don't even know. Yeah, uh, Bad Guy Zero is confirming that Malcolm Young is in bad shape. And that's true, which sucks. Oh. But um, if anyone else on the playlist over at WFMU.org can confirm that Phil Rudd is in for the long haul of not touring, uh, let yeah, us know. M- maybe someone could send us a, a link. Yes. A proper. Li- I want to see like a proper police report that something went down here. 
Yeah, I think he's just. I think he was. It was like a, he was under house arrest. Oh, so, <laughs> so this went down. So, oh, he, actually, so he was charged th- and convicted with these crimes. I think so. Okay, but, but I don't know enough. So anyone on the playlist? It was a while ago. Anyway, could you ever envision the scenario that you hire a hit person? Oh no. Never. Ne- never? Never. And is this because you don't have the capability of being involved in a hit, or you would just do the work yourself? No. no. Are you DIY, hands-on? <laughs> no, <laughs> that, I, mean, I would never want to kill somebody. Well, how do you know? How do I know? You should never say never, Pat. I mean, scenarios could change. All right, so you you're sa- so you're saying if it's like a post-apocalyptic, but there's still hitman for hire kind of thing. Well, I think in that scenario, I'm not sure what even becomes of a hitman. Exactly. You know, but that's the only time I could think where like where like somebody's trying to kill me, so I'd have to hire somebody else to prevent my own li- or, or someone I love listen, from being killed. Pat, I just you know, I'm 36 years old now, right? I've uh-huh. learned a couple things. Okay, right? There's just a couple, and one of them I've learned. Is that you never know where life is going to take you. So you saying never. I'll never hire Hitman. I'll never feel the need to kill someone. You can't say that with absolute certainty. So you're saying you would? I'm saying I can't see it. Uh Uh-huh. But I can't say never. You're listening to Prove It All Night. (laughs) And I'm here with Penny Horowitz, (laughs) who would hire a Hitman if he could. Um, And we're... Top dollar though. I would, mean, you would gotta. you would you ever hire a hitman? Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. The number is two zero one two zero nine WFMU. Also, I wanted to throw a topic on the table of worst job you've ever had. Yeah, yeah it's a hacky call in topic, but I you know it, it might get the phones ringing. Like, I, I'd love to hear like some dirty jobs stories, like some Mike Rowe stuff. Dirty jobs done dirt cheap. <laughs> I might as well <laughs> just pull that. that up and play it. Should but. we talk about a couple of ours? Just I, to get the topic going, I do, but but I interrupted you before. You had you had a, some sort of drummer. Well, yeah, I was going to give you. See, I okay. make I make this argument all the time, Pat. When people think I'm being self-deprecating, mm-hmm. when I talk about the social and cultural role of the drummer in rock and roll, right? And how people on the inside realize and know how integral they are to the machine, but on the outside. The drummer is often the shady, you know, hairy afterthought towards the back of the stage, and most people don't consider it. Right. And I usually enforce this by asking people a series of bands that are enormous and everybody's heard of and everybody knows the singer of, but most people don't know the drummer of. Gotcha. You nailed the first one in ACDC. Radiohead. See, I don't really, I don't really like Radiohead. Okay. So I, but big group. Okay, that's the point. Right? Big group. I don't know their. I don't know. I don't even know. I think I know one of them. Um, you must know Thom York. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was searching for his name too because that's how big of a Radiohead fan I am. But okay, uh, all right. Uh, another one. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Ooh. Um, I don't know. Who's that? Tell me. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Oh, no, I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, but, but let's keep going. Sure. I'm, I'm a terrible drummer with this. Uh, how about the Eagles? I don't know the Eagles drummer. So, I mean, already in this list, yeah, we've named like some of the top-selling artists in like the history of rock music. Right, but I'm not like particularly big fans of, except for ACDC, which I Yeah, but you, you would know the singer of all these bands. Like, tell me you don't know anyone else in Pink Floyd. Okay, Roger you know. Waters. So you know, but I don't know the singer of the Eagles. 
Do I? What's his? What's yeah, it? I'm pretty sure you do. Who's that? Isn't it Don Henley or Glenn Fry Glenn, or yeah, okay, yeah. one of them? But I didn't yeah. know which one is the main singer. Sure. I think one, one of them might even be the drummer. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't even looking at the switchboard. Uh, call back if you tried to call it. 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-WFMU. Can you tell us if there was a moment in your life where you would consider... What what would the scenario be for you to hire a hitman? Yeah, that, that, well, is, that, well, that is a horrible topic, but no. but you can rename, you can be left anonymous here. And another topic which I wanted to throw out is is horrible job, worst job you ever had. Tell us what the dirty deed was. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. What were you going to say for worst job? Mm-hmm. Well, I've had quite a few. The one first one that comes to mind was a job I had working at a Brugger's Bagels. Sure. In Raritan, New Jersey. That's hot stuff, literally. It was. Those ovens? Well, I was actually, the reason it was so bad and dirty, where I might be able to get a Mike Rowe thing, is because I worked after school, three to six, Mm -hmm. when it was cleanup time. Ooh. And uh, you want to start sticking your hands in dirty old bagel vats. Yeah. And uh, the little serving ramekins that they go out of all day. Jeez. And it was also run by a group of people. In my high school, there was a family named the Arroyos. Uh-huh. And there were like 46 of them. And like 12 of them worked at the Burgers, And one of them was my boss. Yeah. And what a jerk. Well, and what was your hometown? This was in Raritan, New Jersey. Okay. Went to high school in Bridgewater. Grew up in Somerville. So I'm a Somerset County but guy. But every town in Jersey has the bagel place. And did you work at yours? No, I worked at the crappy chain oh, place I see, I see. in a shopping center. Yeah. Gotcha. I had a friend who, uh, in high school, was a pretty vulgar guy. <laughs> and he used to, and he worked at, at Bagel Witch in my hometown. Excuse Ooh, me. <clears throat> bagel Witch. Where's this? Uh, Verona. Verona, fair Verona. Yes, fair Verona. But uh, so he, he used to say when, when people asked him where he works, he, he'd, he'd say, uh, "I work at Bagel Witch," and, he, and they'd be like, oh, "Okay," and he'd be like, "Yeah, I, uh, I put the holes in the bagels." <laughs> <laughs> it was like, "Oh, come on, <laughs> Jeez Louise, we, we have a caller on hold. Let's All see right. here. Um, are you on? Are you on the air? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who's this? Who are we talking to? Uh, Mr. X. Mr. Uh, X? I'm going to hook you up, guys. All right. You've got to go to www.cleanhits.org. Oh, oh my. board certified hitman any way you want it. No. This isn't real. Come this on. Isn't, this isn't even the dark web. This is on... <laughs> is there a dark web? Right, sure. You got me. You got me. Okay, bye. Wait, wait, wait. Who is this? Oh, we got played by Professor X. Or <laughs> is he still... Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to waste your time. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. How about this? Worst job you've ever had? Are you talking to me? Yeah. That's you. Dude, I never had a good job. Well, what's what? which one out of all of them was the worst? Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't work. I haven't had a job in 30 years. That's awesome. I, I'm, a, I'm a professional bum. All right. Well, hey, man, as long as you have enough gigs to get... Get a rent paid or whatever. It's like Lebowski. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, you all keep right. you keep on keeping on out there. Okay then. Do you? You do you. Go ahead. I like to throw an ink ahead there. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. That's two zero one two zero nine WFMU. Now, should, are, should we? 
so look checked. up cleanhits.org. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't well, think it well, exists. Well, why would it be a nonprofit? Why would it be a nonprofit? 201-209-9368. We're here with Benny Horowitz. <clears throat> Shane Vidari is going to come in later and play some tunes on an acoustic guitar and hang out and talk. He's a a songwriter, a singer, and he's a there's a comic book illustrator too, or graphic novels, I guess it should be. But uh, he'll be in a little bit. He's also a friend of the show. I I don't even want to type it in. I'm not going to even type it in. Right? No, I think it's dangerous to yeah. even. But tell me about this. You you, so you, so you know of the of this dark? Yeah. Th- apparently, there's well, clearly, I don't have access to it, and I don't know how to. Do gain other it. countries have access to it, or do we not? Like, or do you have to just be on a? Do you have to be a hacker to see what? Yeah, see what? I think I I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling it's fairly international. Uh huh. Yeah, and. The fact that I don't know how to access it, I guess, is exactly the point, because I'm just your typical internet user, you know, email, uh, fantasy sports, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I'm talking body parts, hitmen, drugs, guns. But how does that... Is that Silk Road it, thing? That guy's this, on trial right now for it. But is this a thing that, like... Is this a thing like the Illuminati? Like it might be there, it might no, not. No, Nobody's no, no. seen it. No, it exists. It but, like one hundred percent. But exists. I couldn't get to it from this computer. No, you would have to know it. it you need like different IPs and servers. Like you need a how, different way to access it. How is the FBI and like the CIA not? They probably are. But are they on it? Can they bear, see what's going on? Like remember, like every time a hacker gets caught, like the way. The CIA works is they're like, oh, you don't have to go to jail if you, like, tell us all the stuff you know. The hackers are always a step ahead, you know? That's true. We have a call. Let's see who's on it. Hey, FMU, you're on the air. Yeah, what's the question? Well, there's two. um, What was the worst job you've ever had? The worst job I've ever had? Yeah. Huh. Um, I guess uh, I used to pick trash. Okay. Uh, it like, was for the township. It was, uh, I don't know. That was probably the worst job I ever had. I had the best job I ever have now. What's that? Uh, I, I'm a soap maker. A, a silk maker? Yeah, I make soap. Like in, in Patterson? In where? Patterson, New Jersey? No, in uh, Adbury Park. Oh, okay, because um, you know... That Patterson was like the big silk city. He's saying soap. Oh. Like to wash yourself. Oh. I believe. You make soap? Yeah, to wash your yeah, to wash yourself. I'm sorry, I heard silk. No, I don't make any silk. You okay. don't run into a lot of silk makers. No, I think that's it's it's left the country. And I don't think you are a silk maker. I think that's uh left to the uh to the butterflies. Would you like to ask silk. him the next the, question? The silk silk is from an animal. Yeah, what is it, lie? I've seen Fight Club. Yeah, so you know. Yeah. Um, so the other one we were talking about is, do you feel the potential in your life, or have you already, hired a hitman, or <laughs> would you ever hire a hitman? No, absolutely not. I would never do that. 100%. No way. I don't want to, I don't want to. Because the guy you're talking to, anybody. the guy you're talking to would. <laughs> and the cops are on their way, believe <laughs> me. Listen, I, I hit the button well, under the table. I, yeah, but no. clearly, I don't even know. I don't know how to access hit people. You know, like I don't know the dark web that we just started well, I just discussing. Don't, you know, I've seen bad things on the internet. On on the internet. Uh oh. On the www. But I don't want anyone dead. Yeah. Ever. I don't think ever. I'm afraid of this dark web now. It's going to keep me up. 
it's it's out there for you. Ooh. And remember, like, if you get taken to the side while you're walking home later, and I'm gonna wind up on the dark web. You might. Everyone's everyone's part of it. Everyone's a part of it. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Are you a part yes, of? It? You're. Yes, you are. Uh, wait, I'm a part of it. The We're, dark web. Yeah. Wh- yeah. Wh- how do you define it? Go ahead. Um. Well. Oh. Sh- well. Maybe I. I'm. 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 I'm not thinking the same uh, dark web that you're thinking. I'm thinking the web as in like uh, it's it's dark. Um, you're, th- you're talking uh, about me- uh, met- metaphysically speaking that that the that the internet in general is dark. Clearly. Oh. Clearly. See, my my guest Benny that Horowitz is, is saying that there there's a dark web that exists where that away from this internet where like where like people trade bones and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. It's that scares me. I mean, we can confirm this, Pat. If you Google the uh, Silk Road, there's a guy on trial. That was like the big site that I think people used to broker some gnarly stuff. Oh, my gosh. But that was on the regular web? No, I don't know. I think it was on the dark web. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I don't and that like guy makes silk? <laughs> yeah, he makes silk. <laughs> right. Back silk. <laughs> Good call, back. What's your name, caller? Uh, it's Matt, M-A-T-T. Matt, you're, you're, you're a good one. Call back anytime. Thanks, Matt. Can't wait to. Take, hey, take care. Also, what what's your favorite radio station to uh, talk about the dark web on? WFMU. <laughs> there it goes. All right. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. That's two one two zero nine WFMU. We're talking weird. We're talking <laughs> real weird. We're talking dark web. Does it exist? We're talking. Would you? Could you ever hire a hitman in your life? And how do how how would you justify that? And what was the worst job you ever had? There's a lot of topics on the table. And it's 201-209-9368. My name is Pat. I'm here with Benny, and we're here till, well, as long as you want to be here till, but... Uh, hey, we'll see how the night... I still have about half of this Dunkin' Donuts. That's right. That can take me pretty far. But you know the kid's going to wake up early. Oh, man. You never know. He went to bed early? He did go to bed early. There, there you go. Could be six. I know all about seven. that. Oh, I should say, I wasn't here last week. My thanks to Megan McKee, who did a great job with... Uh, Filling in here, Megan is a host of Underwater Theme Park, and you can go and listen to that in the archives. She had her brother on. It was the weekend of Thanksgiving, and, and uh, her brother was in town, and they did a sibling sort of music, uh, you know, evolution show. It was kind of cool. Hmm. I was visiting my sister in California. Ironically. And, uh, well, coincidentally. Yeah, I suppose. But, <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but she has a kid, so I know all about that sort of logic. How old's your in. daughter's kid? Uh, well, my... My sister's oh, your sister's kid. Excuse me. <laughs> but, uh, oh, the dark web. <laughs> it's getting you. It's affecting you. Uh, my, my sister's kid is one. One. change. 13 months. We have a caller. Let's see here. Hey, you're on the dark web. Hey, am I on with you guys? You are. Who's this? Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. Who are we talking to? You're speaking to Mike in South Plainfield. Mike in South Plainfield. What's going on in South Plainfield? Oh, not much. Just waiting for my wife to get out of work. Figure I'd call in. Okay. Well, hey, the uh, what, what's first and foremost? What's the bagel shop of South Plainfield? Good question. I don't know. Actually, I uh, never bought bagels in South Plainfield. <laughs> I usually go over to Scatterway. Okay, I already don't trust this guy. Uh, you know, to, to his credit, I know South Plainfield a little. Uh huh. And you're not talking 
your standard like small town downtown of South. Oh, Plainfield. it's one of those like it's sprawly. It's a little more wide, wide suburb kind of thing. Yes, like, wide yeah. lots between yes. houses, sort of thing. So, I see. to his credit, I know the Middlesex County well. Uh-huh. And uh, I could see where you you got to skip town every once in a while to get yourself a bagel. Did you read that book, Middlesex? I did. What is that about? Uh, I always see it in the bookstore. It's a very, very interesting book about a family mm-hmm. um, that emigrates from Greece to Detroit. And it goes in three parts. So it's not about New Jersey at all? None of it. Oh. No. No, none of it well, is. Well, then I'm not picking it. A great up. author. Jeffrey Eugenides uh-huh. also wrote The Virgin Suicides. Oh, okay. Um, I, re- I respect that. And Middlesex is one of my favorite books. Really? It takes you on a, a three-generation tale of this Greek family tracing all the way from Greece to modern-day Detroit, where the most modern story is someone battling with gender identity. And, uh, yeah, very interesting and well-written and cool book. I highly recommend it. All right. Well, hey, we got two callers on, on the line. But um, we we didn't hear what uh what our friend in South Plainfield had to say. That's right, um, sir. What 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 would you say about the hitman question at large? Um, I don't think I'd ever hire anybody to kill somebody else for me. I might, I guess if I was that angry with you, I'd probably want myself. Um, right. I mean, it's kind of a spineless way of getting out of it. So so you think in this in this scenario that this could happen to you, it would be more of a crime of passion, like where something. Very cause and effect, like something happens, you flip out, and then and then you have the capability of murdering someone. Yeah, I, I think it's a little more closer to that. I mean, because I don't think anything should die, so if I was that angry that I wanted it to, I'd probably want to deal with that myself. Just and take pass care it off of it. To someone else to carry that weight for me, so it'll, it'll lame as a person. And it's, but, uh, you know, it just feels risky, you know? Yeah, just, just, just feels that's, risky. Well, that's a, that's a, that's like the least of but, the problems. I you think. know, but I've also seen Dexter, uh-huh. and he makes you know this cleanup and hiding of human bodies. Like it looks way easier on that show. Well, than it looks really. probably fun because it's cut over music and it's like, yeah, and it's like time elapsed. Andrew WK playing. It's time to party, and then it's a montage and Michael C. Hall. You know. I mean, I think most people you kill someone don't don't have the stomach to like saw through a human like femur, you know. Well, well femurs are pretty big bones. Very big, biggest in the body. Matt, th- you yeah. said Matt, right? Yeah, Matt. Matt, what uh, what was the worst worst job or gig you ever had? <clears throat> I had to power wash the underside of a crane once. You had to- I was a diesel mechanic in high school. That was horrible. Wow. Power wash the underside of a crane. That must have been dirty. That does sound like it could qualify for a micro dirty jobs. Yeah, I was Jeez. covered in head to toe for two days and forgot about that shit. motor oil and dirt off the job site it just came off of. It was pretty crummy a uh, couple of days. Oof. But uh, as for that dark web thing, I actually have been there. Not <gasps> to change subjects back, but... What? Yes, it's actually completely ascertainable. It um, is? You need, you need a Tor browser, T-O-R. Uh, they're publicly available. It's actually a reskin of Firefox. And uh, you go to what are known as dot He's writing sites. it down. Benny Horowitz is writing it down. Oh, uh, wait. So, so why, why would you go to the, over to the dark web? Um, it's really... I, I really hope it's... Uh, How many webs sorry, are there? Are there I, is, is there I, a I blue really web? Yes. What's the deal with, with webs? <laughs> is there a blue web? I want to know! <laughs> So the the sites aren't readable. They're weird, unique character strings. 
So the best way to actually get to them is to uh, search. There's dark web browsers. There's a couple of them, and there's a couple of almost wiki style pages where people have made notes of uh, what type of sites are out there. Silk Roads, Hire a Hitman. The weirdest one I saw was, uh, I hope it was fake. There was a what seemed like five to ten medical professionals in Europe testing uh, human experiments <clears throat> excuse me, on homeless people they found what? and chronicling their results. It was a really creepy place. Oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, goodness. But what made you want to go over to the dark web? I was just really curious. Yeah, I mean, just him the talking about it makes me want to mm-hmm. go. But yeah. but but aren't you aren't you afraid of like you know what like because everything's tracked now like uh, aren't they don't they know that you went to the dark web either the bad well, people they do or they... now when I was I've mm. subsequently stopped any traffic there because what the dark web is is a point to point kind of like a VPN a virtual private network where you kind of log into a node and your traffic anonymously gets bounced around and out another node wow. into the site at once and then the information gets sent back and takes a similar path back to your browser. And this is clearly designed this way. The government is now operating these nodes. Wait, Ah, say say that last part again. I missed it. I see. So your traffic goes into a node, a Tor node it's referred to. It bounces around this network anonymously, so it can't technically be tracked because it's moving from so many different servers, drops into the server you need, takes the information you want, brings it back to you in a similar bouncing path, into your browser, but now the trick is that the government has now manned these nodes. Ah. The Tor network doesn't work unless there are server nodes. So you can actually volunteer, quote-unquote, to be a server node and help people anonymously, anonymously mask their traffic. But the problem is the FBI and government are now hosting these nodes, mm. and even though it's, quote, anonymous, if the same fake address keeps coming through, they can surmise who it is. Or at least that it's the same person. Now, what? Now, are are were, were you a were you a kid of the '90s or late '80s? I was born in the early '80s, so yeah, I grew up through in the '90s, and I saw the internet blossom as I was, you know, in my teen years. What about what about the you're talking about the Noid or Node? What about the Noid from Domino's? I am not familiar. All right, we got. I got to play this. Hold That's on a deep second. Cut. That's Hold deep on. Cut. Let's see here. We got, let's hear from the Noid. It takes fresh baked quality to avoid the Noid. We keep the Noid out and all the quality in. So avoid the Noid. Call Domino's Pizza now for hot quality pizza. Domino's Pizza delivers. The Noid, and now it's from 87. The Noid became like like a, a night, like a, oh, here's another one. Uh, it became this sort of, um, the Noid hates hot quality pizza. It, it became the mascot for Domino's yeah, for a long time. A long time. make your hot pizza ice cold. <laughs> Call Domino's Pizza and avoid the Noid. That Noid really wanted to mess with that pizza, is basically what happened. So now we've discussed nodes and uh-huh. noids, and we not even lymph nodes. So Matt, <laughs> I, Matt, I have a question. So so now that the FBI is bouncing these nodes and creating them so the information can get back to them, does that mean a now an even darker web on a different kind of server could be created or is already functioning? 
Oh, I, I imagine that's completely possible. Yeah. As many... The, the whole concept of the Tor browser, they refer to it as an onion browser, because there's many levels, like an onion. So, oh. yeah, I guess it could get awful deep and dark and freaky, and I guess I might have just only scratched the surface. Are you under the same impression I am that hackers and the people really on top of this stuff are always a step ahead of the FBI and CIA, and they have? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they got something going on. Build the security if someone can find a way around it. The need for brides from other countries and human parts and hitmen and things like that is definitely stronger than the need to stop it. Let's just say that. Well, now I know where all the where all where all those Nazi flags came from and how they got to the states. Yeah, <laughs> that's on the dark web. Probably the dark web. Because I, I, you know, and, and and seeing all those clips on on everything that horrible that's going on in this country, I'm like, Mike, where'd they get all that stuff? Did you get the fuck? <laughs> you know what? I bet you're allowed to buy. This is in Germany. You're probably allowed to buy it here. Nah, it's it's, just, it's outlawed in Germany. It's not outlawed here. It's awful. As man. much as I'm not stoked to but see them, you could probably buy one. Your guy has been in Europe enough. Uh, yeah, and I know this too. Like going into antique stores in other countries that aren't Germany, they all, they have all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that that's taking a left turn. I know. We we have another caller on hold, but um, <laughs> Matt, thanks for calling. Yeah, Matt, that was extremely informative. Yeah, thanks. Matt. Please, can you can you call back anytime? Absolutely. Please call back. Oh wait, thanks, Matt, guys. Matt, yeah. what what's your favorite uh, radio station to reminisce about '90s pizza chains? <laughs> WFMU. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Line two, you're on the air. Is this Pat Burn? Yes. Is this Pete? No. Nope. Oh, you sounded like my friend Pete. Um, so, son, I'm going to need you to stop talking about the dark web. Oh, my goodness. I know who this is. <laughs> it's Dudio! <laughs> What's up? How do you go from uh, the dark web to the Noid? Because he was talking about nodes. He was talking about nodes, and I, I compared Guys, it. That's that's a stretch. It's it's reaching. It's reaching. That's really reaching. It's why I haven't made it in comedy. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are things? I was actually thinking like 20 minutes ago. I was like, I wonder if Dudio is driving uh, into the city right now and possibly listening. I do. I drive every time. I every weekend I drive in. I listen. Oh, thanks. Uh, and sometimes I do want to call, but then sometimes I'm just like. Well, just listen. <laughs> You're a guy I also have wanted to have in here for a while, and we will have you in here. Maybe when uh, yeah. when the, the, the season of SNL winds up or something. Uh, on, an, on an off week. Yes. I'll come in. Good. Yeah. I'll come in. But hey, if people want to hear us together, all they got to do is listen to the best show every Tuesday night from 9 until midnight, thebestshow.net. You're, you're absolutely right. And see, I'm glad you called in to say that because I'm technically not allowed. But you, oh, but you're allowed oh, to do it. <laughs> but you're allowed to do it. Nice drop. Perfect. Um, so you got perfect. thoughts on the dark web? Do I have what? You have any thoughts about the dark web? I I think it's uh, you know I I started messing around the internet like years ago. Like 1994 is the first year I was on the internet, and that was back in the days of like uh, college uh, bulletin board systems. Right. And, and there's always up. so much crazy stuff happening on those systems that I'm I'm even more frightened to begin to look at the dark web. Because hey, you know every I mean I I understand you have a Tor web browser and you know, but everything's being tracked, guys. Yeah, everything is being tracked, and it's only going to get everything. worse in the next four years. By God. Well, maybe also, we'll be. Uh, it's like, do you do you want to see that stuff? Do 
you want to come across the page with a bunch of European scientists practicing on homeless people? Absolutely not. Listen, yeah. it's called collateral damage. Yeah, we need to advance as a society, and yeah. sometimes we have to experiment on people to get there. I'm just kidding. I would never condone this kind of activity. That would be terrible. Wait, Wait so you guys can say that, but you can't plug the best show. Exactly. Can no. you can you tell me about some of the odd doings you saw on these college boards in 1994? Oh, just creepy people, man. It really came down to creepy people. And that's the first nothing thing. Like, that, nothing like against the American government or anything like that, but just some real creepy. He's writing that down to what? No, no, I'm not. You I'm should not see his notepad. Down. Why are you writing? Yeah, <laughs> he's like taking right notes. No, I, I actually, I remember hearing about stuff like that because like we were an early internet family and in that like we got like AOL or whatever in like 95. Yeah, dial or, up. What was your first handle? What was uh, your handle? Uh, it was Forrest G405 because I liked Forrest Gump. Big Gump fan. Yeah, I was a big Gump fan. Anyway. My my first handle was Free Love. Free Love? I can't believe that wasn't I have no taken. idea why. Was, was uh, it, was it that's like, what happened. Was it with a lot of E's or something? No. No, just like spelled out. It was together as one word, but it wasn't. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking to the original free love of AOL. <laughs> That's original amazing. Free love. Phone I've only known free love four oh six. I never met wow. yeah. someone. I got see. I wasn't hey. the first for Forrest Gump, but you guys were talking about worst jobs. Is that something I heard too? Yes, sure yes. Was. We threw out a lot of okay. topics to kind of bait the phones, and it worked. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I can share one with you. Um, when I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, I worked at Bodies. Okay. Do you know what Bodies is? Yeah, I, sure. The exhibit, the anatomy exhibit. Bodies, the exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Where they uh, they take Chinese prisoners that have <laughs> given up their bodies. Wait, they were Chinese uh, prisoners? And they, I didn't know that yeah. part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a well-known thing. That is? Because I've given the Bodies exhibit my money a few times, and I'm not yeah. happy to hear that. Yeah, no, you saw a bunch of ex-Chinese prisoners. Well, dead ones. Well... I guess they would but. still be Chinese prisoners then, technically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it never got out. I'm just saying. Jesus. But I was, the guy, I was the guy that would... So I would take tickets at the beginning of the exhibit, uh-huh. and then at the end of the night, I had to walk around with a cardboard box and pick up any pieces that have fallen from all of the children touching the bodies. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Oh. Loose parts. How yeah. How this is, how has that never come up on half hour power? I don't know. That I was, don't know. What's the oddest thing you had to pick up or the largest piece of a human? Oh my Oh a penis, easily. A penis. <laughs> oh, that happened? It happened. That you, <sighs> wait, a penis hit the floor? Oh, Let yeah. the penis yeah, it was hit the floor. off of an ex-Chinese prisoner. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you win. You win. Yeah, you win the T-shirt that I'm not. That definitely. <laughs> that definitely gets on Mike Rowe. Oh my. Sure. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's unbelievable. Impressive. That is impressive. Studio coming in strong. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow. Bodies. I can't. So think, think twice the next time you go. Now that somebody's got to pick that penis up. Oh my god. <laughs> How often does do body parts fall off every day? Yeah, every day. Long? It was just like, you know, there were uh there were eyelids here, there were like oh tendons and other oh. Tissue and how do they all re- over the floor. Yeah, what who, are they using for adhesion? And, here? Who, and who's reattaching it? Is that yeah. like is that like a scientist? Oh, it's not being reattached. It's uh, it's being burned. Oh my god! So whatever falls off falls off. Yeah, 
but I think they just have to uh, explain that uh, this penis is missing. <laughs> <laughs> so every day they just print out a new plaque and just kind of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> adhere, it, yeah. adhere it to the window, and then that's yeah. wow. They have a they have a specific docent standing next to it, giving you all the details on the missing penis. It's like a dead person advent calendar or something. <laughs> yes, it is like a dead person advent calendar. Well, yep. holy c- smokes. Uh, Jason Gore yep. uh, of, of, um, of Bridge and Tunnel, I should also say. And uh, wh- when's your next Bridge and Tunnel show? Uh, they're, they're performing right now, man. Oh, right. It's sad. Yeah. I'm not. I'm going to SNL. <laughs> well, enjoy SNL. I'm skipping out. Say hey to Kristen for us. Kristen Bartlett. I will. Who's a writer this season have a great, and have a great show. kicking butt, and we uh, we wish you well. Jake, take care, guys. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. That was great. That was a great call, Jason. I mean, how informative! <laughs> Jason the last Moore couple calls were can be uh, heard on the best show each and every week over there. Best show dot uh, net. I gotta say that you're listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU dot ORG. We had a string of calls. Oh, one's calling back. I'll I'll say hello to them, but I also want to say hello to Shane Vidari, who's on mic number three. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks yeah, for coming up? down. Yeah. He's here with Benny Horowitz. We're going to take a short break, but we have time for this last call. Who's this caller? Hey, this is Mr. X calling back. Actually, I got a question of my own. Because hiring a hitman, you know, hey, it's problematic nowadays. You, you know, once once you've ascertained the right guy, or you, to get a reputable hitman who's not going to, you know, he's got you by the short and curlies now. He's going to come back and extort or whatever he's going to do. So here's my question. Assuming you got to do the deed yourself, does anybody know how to get yourself a good fake ID nowadays. Because you all go to the cemetery and find somebody about your age, and it doesn't work anymore. In the, this, so that, that's my question. How do you hook up, like, a good... And I don't mean just Xerox... I think he's going to just keep talking. Like, a, a good you know, fake like, ID. Well, you've skipped, you skipped, the, you've skipped an integral part of this, which is the actual... You, all you said was, I'm going to take care of this myself. Well, we're not well, talking. Well, hold on, dude. Don't, don't get the NSA looking for me. This no, is no, 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 no. I'm saying you went, you went already to, a, f- to to the fake identity. If the graveyard you... doesn't work, I mean, you could always go to Body Worlds. Maybe a fingerprint will pop off. Good callback. The body exhibit. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that. Part, where parts fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, maybe that's a good way because the future is not going to be IDs anymore. It's going to be like your yeah. your fingerprints and well, your eyeballs. Speaking of this, we so. learned how to do fake thumbprints and stuff on TV. But I, listen, you know, but but but, but speaking of speaking of of, of callbacks, uh, see when when Dudio brought up the penis falling on the floor. Yeah. Um, where do you think that thing wound up if it went in the trash? The dark internet. Sure did. <laughs> That's know? what I'm saying. There's a smart person at the bodies exhibit who didn't burn that thing. It's yeah, going in the dark. It yeah. an Italian prince. Yeah. With exactly. erectile dysfunction. <laughs> exactly. So or Nigeria. Great yeah. it on his. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll spaghetti. sit on the mantle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. You got to whip out your ID, huh? It's ah, something like that. Whip out your ID. You, they're going to start soon. I wonder if they're going to start actually like. Harvesting like eyeballs and stuff like that oh, for goodness. like retinal, uh, you know, scans uh, and that's, whatnot. That's that's not new. That's not new. That, oh, you know, all right. So, so you don't really have an answer. Like, 
how to do it. It's, it doesn't work, the old Sam Spade. Uh, well, we're not know. experts. We never well, I can't say reason. it on the radio because then everybody will know my secret. That's, well, I mean, that's yeah. true. Shane, you have a secret about IDs? Yeah. yeah. You, you don't want to give it a oh, go ahead, sorry. I mean, you also said, like, you know, they got you by the short and they're going to extort you. Once a hitman extorts a person, isn't that their last job? Aren't they ex- an extortionist? Not a hitman. Yeah, yeah, you're changing careers. Damn it, Jim, I'm an extortionist, not, <laughs> not a hitman. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a quick jump. Yeah. But. I'm mm. sorry. I mean, listen, I don't know what show could help you with that. I'm thinking maybe, like, uh, tomorrow Glenn Jones is on. Maybe he might know. Uh, I don't know. There's other programs. Right, I think that's more right. of a Sean Hannity. Fake ID, Google, are you about to get me going? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, m- maybe um, smart page search. What is that one? That's <laughs> I think you need the deep webs. Start page. You need to go to the deep webs for that one. Well, now right. now we're talking what? about a deep web, a dark web. Yeah. I heard about the great web. What are There's there so many webs. There's so many webs. I don't know what the webs are. All right, sir. I'm not sure, but listen. Um, your, name's mi- your name's Mr. X or Professor X? I can't remember. Uh, just X. Just, just X. Just Mr. X now. X, like Malcolm, DM. DMX. I don't think he's DMX. Well, I'm the one looking for the ID here. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure if you if you crawl into the uh, into the areas of the web that are even this one that's darker than not, you'll you'll be able to find your answer. If I find out the answer, I'll I'll find a way to contact you. How about that? All right, watch your back, guys. What? Wait, what? As, as DMX, <laughs> Mr. X. Was that a threat? As DMX would say, what? <laughs> what? Hey, what's your what's your favorite radio station to anonymously threaten people on? WX. <laughs> oh, his own radio station. All right, there he goes. Wow. Here's a song, and we're going to go be back here with Shane Vidari and Benny Horowitz. And the name of the show is Prove It All Night. I'm the host of that show. My name is Pat, and we're here till midnight. I'm in studio with some friends of mine. Benny Horowitz, hello. Hey, fella. Shane Vidari, how are you? I'm well. How you doing? I was just telling Shane that he should pay his parking ticket. (laughs) uh, Ticket. Oh, ticket. Well, just take it from a much younger version than me (laughs) that when you ignore those long enough... It turns into court orders, and then you, and you ignore get, those. And you get your car boot. Then it turns into suspended licenses, and then it turns That's into warrants for your arrest. Yes. So I just pay it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. And you get booted, too. Yeah. Just many things that happen that are more expensive and more of a pain than actually just paying it. For sure. But Learn I- from the old old man here. <laughs> This is WFMU, and you're listening to Prove It All Night. Uh, we had some topics at hand, which actually really got the phones ringing. And I'll reiterate those. We were talking about the dark web yeah, and how and when you're what it is. Uh, and someone wrote in Jake kind Poole. of cavalierly being like, dark web, bah, yeah. like web not even dark. hard to access, whatever. What's that? The web after dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like Showtime. HBO's. Like, yeah, <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries type, type of thing. <laughs> Deep web confessions. Yeah. Um, and what, what else do we have going? We were talking, talking about, about Hitman. Hitman. If you would 
two. It's sort of a. What two-parter. would validate? Yeah, it's sort of a two-parter in it's your life. What would validate hiring a hitman? Hiring a hitman, and in your life, would you ever do it? And if that came to be, would you decide to hire the hitman, or would you just take I care of your every own business? Is like a police officer. Like every hitman that I'll ever be able to find will be a police officer. Wow, like that's not, an interesting you're take. You're not gonna go on the internet, Google hitman, and find one that's not a police officer. I don't agree. This is where the dark web comes into play. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel was like I think of some of those like old ever, AOL sounds. I feel like, those guys I feel like, like oh, it's I'm like kill my wife, and then it's like, yeah, the first person you went to was a police officer. Well, yeah, those are the guys because the guys who's blabbing off, I'm going to kill my wife, is just going to get caught anyway. But I feel like that's like ninety percent of the people who are going to use a hit. I feel you, like you're you guys not, are talking about two different things. I think because he's saying that like most cops will will just be paid to do it, right? Is that no. what you're saying? I mean, probably. <laughs> but no, yeah. Now we're gonna get called by a cop who's like, "You guys got something." Well, no, for sure that a Blue lot of matter. a lot of the functional hitmen in the world are definitely former law enforcement. Yeah. They have to be. Well, that's like better for call sure. Saul. Yeah, what, exactly. What's that guy's name? Mike on the show. Yeah, Mike. 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 Oh, yeah. the pimp. He's so good. Who is also uh, Victor Maitland's henchman in Beverly Hills Cop, if uh, you recall. Oh yeah, what that was him? It was. Oh my gosh, I love him even more. It looks much different than him. He has got a like full head of curly brown hair, <laughs> right? But the voice is—you can totally tell it's Mike. I'm gonna put us on the playlist. Would you ever hire a hitman? Two oh one, two oh nine. Yeah, I think nine, the thing that's being underplayed eight. here is these people on the internet, like the like hackery types i think they have like super hardcore vetting processes yeah, for like the people they decide to trust what I'm so once you're in this inner circle sure i sure. feel like you're connected that. to but that's the thing that i'm saying like the people who are gonna get a hitman that's a real hitman they're not people who are getting hitmen to like do what normal people think hitmen do. They're like, uh. that's, you're just getting, you're just paying somebody to be in your gang in a criminal, like, enterprise at that point. I don't consider that a hitman. Whereas, like, if I'm like, oh man, Pat really gets my goat, you know, goat I'm going to hire somebody to kill him. Every single person that I try to find is going to be a cop. Well, yeah, I agree with that. And that's where the dark web comes into play, because how do people like us yeah. get access to these worlds? But I'm just saying, I don't you know? think those hitmen are going to truck with people, you know? I think I think they, if the money's right, they will. I think they'll work for, like, drug cartels or whatever else, but then at that point, I feel like they're just, you know, it's Sicario up in here. No, you're coming with 50K cold hard <laughs> in a suitcase? <laughs> they'll work for you. It's, it's a money game. This isn't a status thing. Why do you think they work for the Iranian prince or something? Because he has mad dough. First yeah. it was oh, from Nigeria. Money. Now he's from... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who said Nigerian prince before, I, well, by the way. Well, well, you said which prince... And I don't associate is... them with hitmen. I associate them with banking. Scam right. Italian yeah. prince. And you, yeah, you said but, Italian prince. See, but they got that Vatican connection. Mm. And That's they true. got all those Vatican true. hit priests. Oh, who knows what happens in the basement oh, of the Vatican? The basement? I mean, what about the fourth sub-basement? Yeah. Oh, is that some uh, Tom Hanks, Dan Brown kind of stuff? I don't know. I used to... <laughs> I, 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 there's, there's this comedian, uh, Billy Princell. Uh, okay. And he... I used to do open mics a lot. And he... I saw him get this joke to a point. Like, I just... For, like, four months, I saw the evolution of this joke. 
and he was just he went the whole time he would take his his three to four to five minutes up there and he would <clears throat> do this joke about how it was like he was very dry and like wouldn't make eye contact with anybody and he it was it was about how when he had a house someday he was going to make four sub basements okay but he was only going to tell everyone in his <laughs> life about the first two or three of them okay and and then, and then how uh eventually he would he would uh tell his wife that there was uh you know a second sub basement and she would get excited about that but then when he would bring his friends over He'd be like, if, if you guys think this is sweet, and then he would bring them down to the third sub-basement. But deep down, when he was showing them the third sub-basement, he would, he would be even... He, he would, I don't know the warning of this at all, but he, it was like how, how this third sub-basement would impress his friends, but deep down he would be... He w- it would be even gratifying, it, more gratifying to know that secretly he had a fourth <laughs> I don't know. I just butchered that. But, Billy, if you're out there, tell me how it went. Yeah. That was always a weird, long-winded, but very funny joke. I would love to have a secret type of thing in my home like that. Yeah. I mean, but I wonder sometimes, would you guys trust yourselves in a completely secret and anonymous environment with too much time on your hands? My cats would just get in it, and it'd be a pain. <laughs> so that's why I don't want it. That's because cats are yeah. the devil, and they can I don't get want anywhere. It. My cats could open cabinets. I don't, you know, sub-basements. I don't need that stress. Pat, what do you think? You can't keep a cat out of a, out of a, out of a cabinet. They're too smart. <laughs> Figuring out how to open the thing. Uh, you want to get that mic oh. right on you there. There you go. Um, we're talking here about many things on Prove It All Night. My name is Pat. I'm here with Benny Horowitz of many great projects like the Gaslight Anthem. Or is it just Gaslight Anthem? Or oh, there's both? a the, the. There is the, the. a the. Okay. Yeah. And also the band Bottom Feeder. Yeah. You guys have any releases coming out? No, our singer moved to California. That's right, Derek. Yeah. Who I also know um, through this family over here. Is that right? Shane and Tabitha, yeah. Uh, Derek Riley was a, was I, the singer. I think a high school feeder. high school friend of of Tabs, maybe. I believe Boonton. Yeah, Boonton, New Jersey. That's where my grandparents live. Oh. oh, cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, I have an aunt in uh, Montville. You uh, North Jersey freaks. That's right. You, know? you guys scare me. What's the bagel spot in uh, in Boonton? Yeah. Quick, uh, fast, Walmart. fast. Walmart. Walmart bagels. That? I don't like Walmart this. and Walmart bagels. Oh. What are you a lenders guy? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know what. Uh, bagel place you're talking about. Not a bagel man? Every Jersey town has a bagel place. And What's your bagel place? 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-WFMU. No, we're talking about would you ever uh, would you ever in your life find a... What would be the reason? How would you justify it? Tell us how and why you would ever hire a hitman at 201-209-9368. I don't want to do it. See, I, I don't think you would ever do it, but Benny's saying, eh, no, I no. want to do it. The, and and one, do it. listen, one of the reasons I'm taking the position I'm taking... Uh-huh. Is I don't like hearing this. Oh, I'll never do anything. Uh-huh. Like we're young people. There's like a lot of life to go, and like some crazy stuff can happen. You know what I mean? But like you never know what's coming in the see, future. Like the, I don't know. If you have that attitude, I feel like that's not a hit. That's not a hiring a hitman attitude. If you're like, you know, whatever, man. Who knows what I'm capable of. I might hire somebody else to do some my dirty work. It's like that's not really right. what I 
like that line, if you're following that path it's like okay well i might become a hitman who knows you know it's not like i might pay someone to do something like that's not crazy well i'm saying all right what if also the dark web we want your thoughts on the dark web have you ever been on the dark web 201 209 9368 also worst jobs you ever had 201 209 wfmu <laughs> there was a power outage my web went pretty dark Oh, see, so, but what if, like, okay, so in this scenario, I, I think a lot of times a hit is not the crime of passion. You know, like when there's somebody you're super mad about, a political obstacle. You, yeah, a political obstacle or a power play, insurance grabs. There's like a lot of weird things and resentments that can pop up. Through. Maybe if I was like a Wall Street broker, I could see like, oh, I need to get this hedge fund something out of something. But like, in my line of work, you just wait, and it'll be fine. It'll all work out. No need to go to the mattresses. <laughs> Godfather. Like it. 201-209-936. What? Yes, 8. 201-209-WFMU is the number to call here on Prove It. All night, and my name is Pat Byrne. I'm with Shane Vidari and Benny Horowitz, and we're going to uh, take some calls, play some records. Shane's going to play in a little bit, which will be cool. And uh, your thoughts. Also, uh, Mark15 says Livingston Bagel. Livingston Bagel. Uh, someone on the playlist, Sugar Wolf, uh, is deciding to not call in, but write, and she says, I wouldn't hire a hitman, but I would put a hex on someone or someone. Ah. See, I th- that I can be equally see, as but, effective. But that's active, you know, because the, the hex, you're doing it. You're not paying somebody to put a hex <clears throat> on somebody. So I'm, like, down with that. I'm, like, you know. You're, da- a- you're down with the sickness. Yeah, I'm just saying direct. You I know? bet there's a lot of spiritual hit people, though. Because, like, what? yeah, because I bet there's a lot of people like Sugar Wolf here. I'm not sure if she... Call in, Sugar Wolf. Is, come on. Playlist, is come capable on. of hexing Are you on her own. Are you her an offer? Because, I mean, let's name some figures well, here. 201, 209. This is actually an interesting play into this, because if now we're talking about hiring hit people to not only murder, but to do things like spiritually hex you and put weird curses on you, it's even better. Like, I think it would actually be a worse punishment for someone I hate to carry some bizarre hex through 50 years of life. To have to frogs ju- rained on them yeah, every morning? Yeah, than to just die. Dying's, like, easy in that scenario. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're paying somebody to inconvenience somebody else, like, <laughs> that doesn't seem that hard. You're going to be you know? mildly inconvenienced What's for the rest I, of your life. I think you're life. downplaying hexing here. What's the cast of Jackass doing? I bet I could pay one of those guys to mess with somebody for the rest of their life. You can life. pay one of those guys to S on your D these days. Well, I don't know if you could say that on the radio, but even, even the abbreviation. <laughs> even the abbreviation? Yes, because it refers to something specifically. Anyway, but it's, uh, what are the guys from Jackass up to? 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-WFM-YOO-HOO. Uh, messing with the net, not a good idea, says Tom, T-O-M-E. Yeah, I mean, he's right. I mean, one of the reasons this is even coming up is the fact that I, I don't even know how to access this. I've learned so much. What? Take, you, I, you have a notepad. You have, you have to get a node. And I mean, <laughs> listen, all I have on here, for reference, Pat's talking about my notepad a lot. 
All that's on here is cleanhits.org, which was the <laughs> fake website that Mr. X gave us. Right, which, again, why would it be a non-profit? 45 minutes the, ago. Probably the funniest thing. And then I wrote Tor Browser, uh-huh. which seems, because people are chiming in, to be an incredibly common thing to know. Uh-huh. So I don't think we're really getting anywhere here. Maybe. I mean, we the Matt from South Plainfield right. really clued us in with a couple things. Wow, two calls. So let's... Uh, that's, All right. I, I feel like I'm not alone here with this with this being more open. Is Benny alone, caller? You're on Prove It All Night. Uh, yeah, so we <laughs> we have an idea for a hitman. You have an idea for a hitman? Well, we actually had a need. You, ha- you had a need? Who? Wait, do you want to be left anonymous? Uh, yeah, we'll be left anonymous. Okay, um, just tell me tell me something I can refer to you as. Uh, grandparent. <laughs> grandparent? Yeah. I like that. So we had an outdoor, got separated from a guy, who, you know, we had a big dispute over the kid, and we wanted to hit the father. You wanted to hit the father who divorced your daughter, and it went badly? They weren't even married. They, they weren't were, married. They separated, <laughs> okay. They still wanted to hit the father. And was so, this because you were afraid of this person or just hated this person so much? Well, hate was probably a good word. And you just we wanted to... Um, we seriously thought about it. And, and what, what drove you to that, that very serious decision? And real, real decision. <laughs> what? Hate? Hate, hate. That's it? I mean, that's, that's not good. That's not good, buddy. No. No, I'm well, he, I mean, he didn't do it. No, but but he almost did. I mean, did did the guy threaten your life or your daughter's life? Uh, I, no, we just didn't like him. That's not. That's our life up. I don't. You but know. you, but okay, but were you jokingly thinking about it, or were you seriously thinking about it? Uh we seriously thought about it, but then it turned into a joke. I mean, not a joke. It never turned into a joke. It, it's. Uh, it was, uh, you know... So how far how far did these discussions go? Did you contact any people or contact someone who could get you in touch with the right people? Like, how's the process even well, start? Well, we, we probably knew people, but we kind of, like, didn't pull the trigger. Gotcha. So we probably well, knew they pulled the trigger. They weren't retired cops either, but... Uh, oh, okay. It may have been some association. <laughs> wow. But we never pulled the trigger, but we, we were full of hate. All right. And, oh, full of hate. Good. Uh, yeah. Did you have a figure? Now, right now, we kind of get. We kind of have to. What do we do? We kind of have to kind of get along. So the oh he's uh, this person still around? Yeah, yeah. We don't hit him. Wow. So we kind of like bite our tongue and. Uh, and you still got to deal with them. Well, because the kids involved. You know? Has it improved um, at all since you have? Uh, no, not at all. I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad you didn't go through with it, and all you have to do is call us and talk about that you thought about no, it. Or, or we're, <laughs> we're happy you had that, you know, because we had to let it out. We usually don't call radio programs. But, uh, well, I'm glad you picked this one to uh, I mean, we, seriously yeah. express your hate we, for we, human beings. We kind of brought it on ourselves here, Pat. Yeah, but I mean, I, listen, th- listen if, I, if, I, if I've learned anything from this call, hate... Is real and oh, it's yeah. and, and it's no, but this is like what's this is what's wrong with this country right now. No, this is where what's I'm, going on. This is where I'm sitting here thinking. Honestly, I'm sitting with it's a little naive to think See, what that I'm this saying is not going down. Is 
you know, how much money are you going to have to pay for a good hitman? A lot. It's going to be a figure. And you know what you do? Well, we were thinking $10,000. Yeah, yeah. $10,000. I get it done. I get it done. So he's so laughing, but he was thinking about it. 10000 was bucks. thinking of killing he someone. Did he didn't do it. We were... Afraid we wouldn't get away with it, though. That was yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's think? usually why you don't commit crimes. All right, sir. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm scared. And I'm hanging up. But what's your favorite radio station to make a host uncomfortable? Well, we we, we subscribe. We pay. We uh, donate. We donate. We love your station. Thank you. Thanks uh, for enough, your honesty. Enough for me. All right. Good God. See, ten thousand dollars. That guy voted for Trump. I'm sorry. If you, <laughs> if you, I wouldn't judge these guys too fast. If you use ten thousand dollars, hold on there. You can have a much better time than killing somebody. Yeah. Just go on vacation. A $10,000 vacation. I Take do, that money but you guys yeah, are, you're that in- is inspired by hatred. Right. And go eat something nice. But you're ignoring hate here. That like, guy. Like, something wrong with that like, guy. Like when you hate something. Yeah. You don't just like decide. Oh, I don't. I I just hate this Make lesson it, I used to. I'm going to Jamaica and I'm just going to have fun with my yeah, 10K. Yeah, well, I could tell you, you know, I get real mad. I go down to the pizzeria. I get the nice pizza. You go down the to the grandma, parlor. Yeah. With the grandma. Gino's? Yeah. Gino's. The grandma yeah. pizza, which is $5 more expensive than the regular pizza, I feel better. You, 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 See, do is, you ever have the Brooklyn in there? Yeah. The Brooklyn's the best. This uh, is the classic liberal problem we have, though. <laughs> this is. And I'm a liberal, and I'm going to say it. Uh huh. Is the fact that, like, you're just because you do that doesn't mean that everybody else does that. Like yeah. other people are consumed by hate and want to hire but, a hitman. Wait, 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 wait! But 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 does that justify them going to a KKK rally? No, yeah. I don't no. think so. No, if, I'm not. I've never has in any of this said that, that hiring a hitman is okay. You guys are just ruling it out that it's like a thing that doesn't happen. It I didn't say it happens. didn't happen. I'm just saying I'm more su- I'm surprised way. that it happens more than I. I'm surprised that we don't have a hundred calls of people telling us times they almost. Well, they're not going to tell. I'm, I'm going to get hit. After Only the, show. the people who say they almost hired a hitman are going to call. Yeah, I'm uh, getting, that's like I almost played basketball. You know, professional. Or yeah. I invented rollerblades. It <laughs> yeah. was my idea. Yeah, I almost invented Facebook. All right, <laughs> I w- we have, we have a caller who's being very patient, and I think her name is Sugar Wolf. How are you? Hi, I'm good, Pat. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. So you ha- you were on the playlist, and you said that you wouldn't hire a hitman, but you would put a hex on someone or someone. Yeah, um, I like this. What would the circumstance be for that, and what would the hex be? Go ahead. Oh, I mean, there's a variety of hexes, and. You know, a hitman is so serious, it's so permanent, and then, I mean, you have to really believe in what you're doing, and I feel like, a hex, you know, oh, you pissed me off, uh, well, let me just make your day back. But what are we talking about hex here? Like, give me hex, an you know, example. I mean, it could be a little thing, like, they just have, like, a bad day, and, like, you know, they can't oh, keep their shoelaces tied okay. or whatever, but then you could have, like, a really bad one that the... They suffer and they'll never make any money or I don't so know. So you're telling me nope. I'm hexed because all this happens <laughs> to be. Somebody did it's it like, to you. Yeah. You might have a hex on you and you might need to have it undone. How do you get it undone? Uh, you have to give me that notebook. I'm sorry. What? Well, there are a lot of spells online to remove curses and hexes. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of curses being put on people. See, this is where I'm confused, because I know you think you're taking it easy on him by 
Look, giving him a hex. Because look at him, man. You know, then it's over. But if you put a really good curse, that could last for ages. That's what I'm saying. So what if you like did a hex where all of a sudden at 6 o'clock every night you just started hearing another set of voices in your head and they harassed you all night until the the break of morning. I would rather just a hitman take me out than have to deal with that every day. I know. I feel like a hex could be more evil and fun. I think it could be a lot more. But you're saying that you could go onto the internet and... The non-dark internet. And, like, remove... Could you remove your own hex or you need a third party? I guess it depends on how good you are at... Just go to any psychic reading place and ask where people do that stuff. What's the difference between me hiring Pat $5 to key someone's car? Well, I mean, just... It's the same exact concept with just... Like a far less brutal outcome. Well, not a hitman, but I'm just saying, isn't that a hex? That's a key hit. No, that, that's a hit. You think that's a hit? It is a hit. It's not a hex. It's an actual physical act of harm. Yeah. But it, a hex sounds like it could be pretty violent. Like, you're you're never going to be happy in life? I would rather have my car key than that. Ooh, I like this. If hitmen were, were keying cars, I, I, I might hire one, too. But that's not... <laughs> I think this is from... Girl, I got a tweet from at Dana Artsy Chick, who's listening to the show. Uh-huh. Thank you, Dana. Thanks, Dana. And she said, by the way, I would only hire John Cusack as my personal hitman. Oh, gr- Gross Point gross Blank. Gross Point Blank. Yeah, great movie. And great soundtrack. Those were cool hitmen. We had Dan Aykroyd. Yep. It was a cool one. John Cusack. We had that... That one uh, weird European guy that tried to kill Cusack. Why, why did he have a secretary as a hitman? Because he needed a part for Joan in the film. Right. He but, needed to get his sister in, I'm pretty sure. But like th- that was the most unrealistic thing in, yeah, in that film. Almost in the and, same concept of hiring a hitman. Like You don't want another person knowing all this stuff, yeah. right? He did compensate her, though, in the end, and she got rich. I don't know. Some people are down for it, man. Like, I was talking about this with my wife the other day, right? Sure. We were talking about how none, like, basically none of the people we know are working currently for, like, or not a lot of people we know work for, like, the man, you know, or, like, a corporate kind of thing. And in the same respect, I think, like, all these, like, shady organizations, like, they need infrastructure, and I think there's people... Someone's at the door buzzing in, and I have no idea who it is, so I'm scared right now. <laughs> it could be a hitman. I'm a little scared. Somebody putting a hex on you. Sorry, sorry to cut Careful. you off. Pl- please continue, but I'm, that's a little, need, it's a little scary. Do we need to call someone? No, but it's, it's locked. I'm not buzzing them in. Uh, and they're still there. Okay. Anyway, right. go, go on. <laughs> uh, so I, I feel like there are... like I used to pay rent in New Brunswick to an organization... I knew I had a weird landlord. He owned a lot of buildings. He was missing a thumb. He scared me often. Uh-huh. But, you know, the house is fine. Never a problem. But I had to pay this, like, kitchen remodeling center. I had to go into this place, which no one was ever at. And then in the back, there was just this, like, kind of homely, nice lady who used to take my rent checks. But she was clearly working for, like something else something sketch and she obviously just like either didn't care or put her fingers in her ears or just got paid or was down for it but one way or the other i mean you oh, can get a secretary that's who it is it's not someone scary no you need a light out there yeah pat all right so if i can illustrate for people listening 
there's a buzzer, a phone, like a bat phone that rings when someone rings the front door. I think Pat got in his head that Mr. X showed up. Uh, yeah. And, or, uh, or, or, or the, the very polite guy who was like, ah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I would have hired See, him. But yeah, I was but laughing about it. But I would have paid $10,000. I would be nervous, though. He had the number. He was like... He right. just called the radio. And, like, you know, like, people who are really going to do something gnarly. See, the thing about hit that I don't want is, you know, it's kind of like once you enter into that world... You're in that world. Mm. Once I hire somebody to hit somebody, I got to look over my shoulder. Maybe somebody's hiring somebody to hit me. You know, maybe one day somebody will hire somebody to hit me. But right now, that's not even in my playbook. That's not even in my realm of possibility. Sure. So, but if I start hitting people, they're going to hit me right back, you know? Well, that's, no, no. That's how boxing be, works. No, you hit them and then they're gone. That's yeah, the whole but point. It, are but they? they're people. Do you know what I think? the highest probability is the person you hire randomly showing up many years after going give me $20,000 yeah or I'm going to blow this whole thing up like something like that I feel like that's where you'd be looking over your shoulder the whole time is because somebody out there knows the dirty truth of your business and they well, can always hold it against you. But even though they are equally as culpable, so maybe they, they don't have any interest in blowing you, it up. You guys know about the Iceman? The yeah. New, New Jersey Iceman? The Iceman cometh? The Iceman that was like the hitman of New Jersey. In, oh. in, in these parts, like North Jersey. Did he do it with icicles? Uh, I think he did. What? Hey, That's real? Wow, a surprise visit from Sunshine and the Rain. We thought you guys were hitmen. <laughs> he did. We're talking about hitmen. That's true. Well, they are. There. Oh God! They have What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? No. We have a caller on the air who said you guys are hitmen because you make hit, hit records. Make Come on! No, no one's going to applaud that. So the hex, we have determined though that a hex be, can definitely be worse than a hit. Well, do you have do you have to know the person to do the hex? Because like. I feel like usually mm. my understanding of it is you have to have something up there. Yeah, or like a, a, seat, a but like Or is that power, voodoo? Or is that just voodoo? Where you like, need like a piece of hair? It seems so personal. I don't feel like you could pay somebody else to hex somebody they don't know. You know? No, it's like, probably not. It's like, oh, I got to hex this person. I need my, my, wa- my wits and passion. But it's like, you know, if somebody... It's like, oh, well, I guess it's nine to five. I'm clocking in, got to hex three people, and then I'm good to go, you know? Yeah. I don't know how that works. I do believe in it, though. Yeah. I I heard a crazy story once. I went to a voodoo museum in New Orleans, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not too into the juju. I usually don't think it's actually real when I hear about it Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I went into this place. My wife and I are walking around in this one shrine where they're doing a testament to a certain voodoo god just was sitting real heavy with us. And we didn't know why. We both were getting this weird feeling. And we looked at the uh, description of what we were looking at. And it was something that was super personal to what was happening to both of us at the time. Really? Like, like, Like a deity that would have been present in our lives at the time. We found that freaky, sure. and then about 10 minutes later, the guy at the Voodoo Museum tells us this great story mm-hmm. about a few Marines who came in. They were, you know, 
I don't know, hanging out in New Orleans. Maybe they were Navy, and I'm messing up the story, but... And apparently one of them took one of the masks off of its tribute and put it on his face as a joke. Well... And the guy was like, oh, whoa, 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 buddy, like, you're messing with some serious stuff here, blah, blah, blah. And the guy took it as a joke, went away, blah, blah, no big deal. Apparently two days later gets a call from his friends who are like, oh, my goodness, who are like, my friend is flipping out, he's lost his mind, he's speaking in tongues, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, yeah, you did it to this god who's super angry and he's not a nice one you want to mess with. You have to come back. You have to pay tribute. You have to do these things and start to get in his good graces. Now, I mean, I know that's a story that a guy who's running a voodoo museum in New Orleans should probably have in his pocket just to, you know, play fellas like me out. But because of the story, you know, the thing that happened to me just before that and just the authenticity of the way he told it. I don't know. I walked out of there thinking there might have been some truth to this vexy voodoo stuff. You know, that entire story was the basis of an episode of um, Are You Ver- Are You Afraid of the Dark? Wow. That that Nickelodeon, very Canadian, I think it was like filmed in Canada. Everyone was like, we're sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was uh, the, the episode with the, with the killer clown, which was like freakiest one. I don't know it. It was a scary episode for a kid's show. And um, that was the entire basis of it. Like he 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 mo- he went to the fun house. There was like a door that like is locked, but there's apparently like a scary clown behind or something. He like mocked it, and then he got chased by the clown mm. who Wait. who never shows face, but you see like the feet at the bottom Hold of the on. door and stuff. You hear bells like. And then the guy at the carnival told him, "You have to go back and pay tribute." And like and like so he did, and then he brought him a box of cigars. No, and then the clown let let them alone. It's the same idea. What clown is like? Don't you dare mock me. I am a clown. It's like, you're a clown. The whole point is that you're mocked and made fun of. Like, and what tribute have you ever... This is this story is just ludicrous. Are you afraid of the darks not holding true, Pat? Someone says, "I well, I got the dark chocolate right here. Yeah, what's Sounds happening great. over there? Forget about, Why forget about the dark Did web. Did you just randomly whip out a box of chocolate-covered pretzels, because my by main the way. man, Justin, from Sunshine and the Rain... He was a chocolatier, came by oh, with his lovely wife, look at that. Ashley of Sunshine and the Rain. Man. And now we got chocolate. Those are serious. I can have one? Yeah. And oh, please man, pass, I want work one. the room. On the, on the playlist, uh, Folsom writes, I think Pat needs his own Luca Brasi. What is that? Luca Brasi. <laughs> yeah. What is that? It's from uh, The Godfather, no? Godfather. Yeah. What? Wait, which character was Luca Brasi, though? Sugar Wolf, can you help us? Oh, uh, well, he, he was probably the one who carried out the hits, right? Yeah, he yeah. was like the chubby, the the heavy set guy, I think. Wait, Justin's old school jersey, he might know. The Iceman, famous hitman. Richard Kuklinski. Richard, Richard Kuklinski. Did you see the, 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 did you see that crazy movie starring, um, oh, it's on Netflix, I think. They had a really crazy the guy like, from Superman reenactment people. movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was. I think it, it was almost like straight to streaming services. Oh it wasn't God. in theaters. At what time was the Iceman working? Ray Liotta's in it. I would say Ray Liotta's from Jersey. No, well, yeah. Mid seventies to mid seventies. Mid seventies, early eighties. If you want to jump on that mic, you guys too. You're welcome to <laughs> slide on over to Mike Four, Sunshine in the Rain, surprise guest. 
Richard um, Kirklinski. Richard Kirklinski. Man murders. Richard Kirklinski. Yeah. But also, <laughs> but also, you guys, there was a, um, and this is true. Um, a friend of my dad's was the, one of the guys that helped bust uh, Kirklinski. Kirk Kuklinski? The Iceman, yeah. Wow. He was, he, this guy Paul, I forget his name, but he was like... McCartney? He was, <laughs> yeah, it was Paul McCartney. Uh, my dad knows Paul McCartney. I can't even tell this story. No. Um, I, I worked at a, a labor union in Newark when I was uh, in college, like just like the office part, and... Um, and this guy Paul would come on would, would would come by once in a while and he had like the like double holster under his suit jacket like <laughs> he was like a fed wow and it was like what who is this guy and he was like the nicest guy had like like bright white teeth all all in the like they almost looked <laughs> fake you know it was like a, this nice unassuming guy and someone was like you know he he caught the ice man and i was like what wow. and then like it was around that time that hbo was um, airing those interviews with Richard Kirklinski, like behind the, the, when they went to jail before he died, uh. like interviewed him. He was just like so matter of fact about the whole thing. And Paul, what we, what Paul was interviewed. Here for Paul numbers. was interviewed for what numbers? How many people did the Ice Man kill? <sighs> like a, a more than a hundred, right? It was like Whoa. a lot. Yeah, it was like a crazy amount. Wow! And he was just like it was a job. It, it was like so matter of fact. Really, about, it was very just, cut and dry. It was a job. Very yeah. cut and dry. And he drove an ice cream truck, like, during the day. Oh. So he was the Iceman. This is sounding more familiar. you got to see the movie. Because in my head, when you said that, I was thinking of that scene in Die Hard 2, uh-huh. where the icicle goes through the eye. It's right. one of the great murder scenes in a movie. I don't know if you remember it. So, well, I, I don't remember Luca... Bra- Luca Brazzi. Luca Brazzi. I didn't remember him. So. He swims with the fishes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of his lines. Ah, oh, this dark chocolate is fantastic. Pat, how are we going to operate a radio show while we're noshing on chocolate-covered pretzels? We have a little nosh. I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to WFMU <laughs> East Orange, WMFU Mount Hop. What? WMFU Mount Hope in Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. My name is Pat, and this is Prove It All Night, and I'm in studio with Benny Horowitz. Ding. I don't have a bell. <laughs> Shane Vidari. Ding. Sunshine and the Rain surprise guest. Who we thought were seriously, we were talking about Hitman, and then you guys buzzed <laughs> Bell. And I was seriously like, I don't know who that is yeah. down there. And then I didn't even know it was two people. What was your was next people. step, by the way? Like, say you didn't get a text, mm-hmm. and you just kept seeing these faces for a couple more minutes. Were you going to call the police? No. No. <laughs> Door's locked. <laughs> what if, like, the person stayed there all the way till when we were going to leave? <laughs> Would you have taken the chance? I know. How to, I know how to get out the back door. <laughs> so you would have went out the back, probably. Would you have run? No, um, because on this screen I can't see who's really there. Right. It's like a really bad. You can just see an outline. So you'd play it cool. I'd play it cool because also the other DJ would get here to do their next show. Okay. So like I don't. Um, he would let them in. Joel Saint Germain would let them in. And I would have to risk so it. So it'd be like a Samuel Jackson Jurassic Park situation. <laughs> Which is you let them go, you know, get eaten by the Velociraptor. Clever girl. Well that's a different character, <laughs> but basically the same. <laughs> Please, damn it. I don't know what else to say. Two oh one two oh nine nine three six eight that's two oh one two oh nine WFMU. Why don't we go to a song and reset? And then we'll come back and Shane will play a song. 
Second. I like it. Sounds good. All right, here it is on WFMU, brand new from Personal and the Pizzas. Oh. Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned to Prove It All Night on WFMU, and I have been negligent in thanking all the many people who pledged during our silent marathon, which was happening all across October and, let's face it, half of November. So, thank you to Jason B. in Lawrence, Kansas, who says Pizza Cat. Glenn L. Oh, our own Glenn L., who is an engineer on this program. Thank you, Glenn. Taylor G, I know that Taylor, a host of uh, co-host of All Things Matter, These Things Matter podcast, which I was a guest on. You can download that for free uh, on their site. Taylor Gonda, thank you. Uh, Heather G in Houston, Tejas, a uh, very generous pledge from her. Thank you, Mary B in Brooklyn, uh, Sherbert B. All right, uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. Irwin, uh, our own Irwin, thank you, Irwin. Ryan M. In Glendale, Rachel C. In the UK, Jason W. Carol M., our own Carol M., our secret weapon, our board op for the live show. Thank you, Carol. That's very generous of you. Justin B. Hey, Justin. Thanks. Mark V. Aaron D. In Jersey City. I know that guy, too. Uh, thank you, Aaron, for everything you do on this show. Kate L., who says, Pet's name is Fast Lightning Kumquat. All right. James O., in Jersey City, Michael W. Wow, thank you to him and Maplewood. Good luck with morning drive time. I'm doing it, buddy. You're coming with me. Aaron W. in Campbell, California. Jeffrey Z. in Montvale saying, FYI, I'm totally okay and looking forward to consuming any highly psychoactivity ingredients that may be in the space in the space cakes coming my way. I don't know what you mean, but thanks, Jeffrey. Tim P. in Jersey City. Thank you, Tim. Elliot H. In Alexandria, Virginia, Virginia, we need another uh, game show theme. Hold on a second. There we go. Uh, what else? Elliot H says they're a friend of Tom. Elliot, you're a friend of mine too, buddy. Thanks for the pledge. Jason F in Marietta, Georgia says love the station. Been listening to since 1991. I'll take it. Thank you, Jason. Greg S, thank you. Jeff M, thank you. Brian W in Orlando, thank you. Uh, Daniel E. in Portland, Oregon. Uh, thank you to him. And Greg H. Oh, my goodness. David S. and Scooby. Thank you. Let's see here. I think they these people have been thanked already. Heather G. Maybe I didn't. Thank you. Are all these redundant? I think so. Just double checking. Yes, we did it. We thanked everyone from the Silent Marathon. That was me. I'm sorry, what? The Fast Lightning Kumquat, that was me. Wait, what? Yeah, that was me and Kat. Because there was a thing, it was like, make your pet the mascot of... You you pledged? Yeah. Wait. The one that said Fast Lightning Kumquat. I gotta go back. So you're welcome. Oh, wait a minute. But it says Cat L. Yeah, Cat. 
Oh, that's your girlfriend. Yeah. Thank you both. Yeah. Shane Vidari, I think, everybody. I think that was the one where I uh, I donated to the wrong show, so I made her donate to the right one. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you both. I'm going to turn down the super password theme. And talking, oh, and talking to Shane on mic is the perfect segue to have him play a song for us. You are a singer-songwriter, is that right? Yeah. Uh, you've played in many groups, projects, um, the Old Glories, yep. the Ashes, yep. and you're also a an illustrator. Yes. You have uh, a book out called Iron and the War After. Yes. And people, people can check that out on Amazon and other yep. sites. Yep. SM Badari is my Twitter handle, and from there you can find all the stuff. A slew of goods. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, there's some playlist action I should mention. Uh, Mark15 says, Shane recently tweeted about how, how could there not be a gay character on the TV show Westworld? And I agree. That is unbelievable. Yeah. And s- Go ahead. Okay. So, yeah. I watch Westworld. Right. There's, like, tons of sex. A lot of sex. A lot of sex. Yeah. There is a lot of straight sex. There's a lot of lesbian sex. There is not one scene. And robot sex. Yeah. There's not one scene of two guys boning down. And I'm just like, what? So you're telling me there's a theme park where you can go and do whatever you want, and everybody's murdering people, doing all kinds of debauchery. They have the huge orgy scene, and there's not one, and there's not two dudes, I guess you'd need. Like, come on now. Totally, honestly, totally valid point. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the show, and I can't argue against that. There's a high probability people would be going there to have yeah. all types of sex. Yeah, like if you're animal sex. Yeah, like, like crazy come on now. It, and the scene. The episode, I mean, if you're paying to go to a fantasy yeah. world, you're like it's supposed to be the most debauched yeah. orgy yeah, in yeah, the yeah. whole park, and it's like okay, well, there's just some boobs. HBO, like I know HBO loves putting boobs in anything. They love it. It's they, like they they're just like, it. how can we get it in there? Right. But well, if like, you've ever seen Oz, uh, yeah, like so they like penis too. Yeah. I mean, Oz. Yeah, allowed? you can oh. say penis. Oz had relation, like gay relationships in it. Like, there <laughs> yeah. were, you know, no, Oz was great. Yeah, Intimate. Oz is underrated. Yeah, as it was one of the best HBO shows. But like, come on, Westworld. Step like, it up, step it up, Westworld. And I understand. Sure. I understand that you wrote a song about Westworld. Oh yeah, Westworld. <laughs> uh, somebody else said, uh, Folsom on the playlist says, "Can we get a plug for Iscariot? Is- Iscariot. Iscariot. Yeah." That's my newest graphic novel, Iscariot. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Amazon, if you search for Iscariot, it probably won't come up because that's Judas's last name, and there's a lot of other books written about him. But yeah. uh, if you search for my name, V-I-D-A-U-R-R-I, double R, probably, yeah, double R, folks. It's Spanish, so you yeah. know it's funny. You just confirmed to me that that was Judas's last name. Yeah, I had heard Judas Iscariot, but it was because it was a hardcore band in the nineties. Ah. No idea where the name classic. Came from. <laughs> Classic. And you just, uh, yeah, I, I you was just confirmed surprised where that a came lot of from. people didn't. Picking up the dirt. Picking up the dirt. <laughs> There's some moshing going on behind yeah. us. <laughs> a lot of people didn't uh, That's my favorite understand move, is the kick. Iscariot, which my grandpa calls Iscariot. Do what? you scary him? Yeah. yeah. Wait, Pat, yeah. what was your favorite moshing move? Okay, I like the. I like the um, you, you break away the pit. Yeah, you open it up. You open up the pit. Yeah. And you want to show everyone just 
how high you can kick and you clap. Oh, the clap, the so underclap. It's the underclap with the kick that that then turns into the full arm swing. So it goes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I Reverse feel like forward. a, a lot of people but from our generation are gonna know a lot more about Ow. concussions I threw due the to mosh pits than like most other generations. Oh yeah. Well, Justin from Sunshine in the Rain, who's who's behind you, Benny, brought up a good point. Tell me. Picking up change. Picking up the change. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite hardcore move from the 90s? 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-WFMU. Is it the gorilla move? You know that one? I bet the guys from Sick of It All right now are like, why did we just get 300 YouTubes out of nowhere? <laughs> I saw um, some uh, Dave Hill recently tweeted. Dave Hill was on Monday's 9 to Midnight. Wait, there's, what's, uh, what's there's his plug. Tweet? It's an internet thing. I oh. don't know how to explain Dark? it. I'll explain Dark web? Light, light web. Uh. Pretty light, except for the <laughs> Donald Trump tweets, uh, which we won't get into. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Dave Hill tweeted, uh, sp- spoke, to the, spoke to the gentleman and, uh, <laughs> and, sick of, and the band's sick of it all, and, well, it just turns out that they're not, they're not 100% crazy about a few things. <laughs> Thank you. All right, that's my Dave Hill. Anyway, he's on Mondays. Uh, I could go to a track that's pre-recorded, or Shane, would you like to do another song? Sure, I'll do one. All right, this I wrote, I wrote this one. So this is a Shane original, and I will remix the track. The there we go. Whenever you're ready, Shane. Shane Vidari on WFMU. I'm afraid to get help. What would I look like when I'm well? If my teeth don't bleed, will I even be me? I'm afraid to see something that I don't know. Well, is it me or the blackness? It's really
Shane Vidari. Brand new song. Love that Spanish-esque guitar. Yeah. What's the name of that track? I'm Afraid to Get Help. I'm putting it in right now. I mean, I didn't actually title it, but that's the hook. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. You know what Tom Petty used to say? What? Don't bore us, get to the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Don't You're bore us. That's my Tom Petty. <laughs> Don't, bore Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. The waiting. <laughs> uh, you, has anyone seen the four-hour Tom Petty documentary? I think yeah. that's where I heard it. <laughs> Two people heard it. It's literally four hours. It's really good, though. It is good. It's good. You guys have all watched it? Yeah. Everyone in this room has seen it. Uh huh. Uh huh. How long? One sitting or two? One for one. me. Like yeah. I think two. Was it two? I think two. in the took two sittings. The 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 two gentlemen in front of me. It took one. Really? Yeah. yeah mine was at a uh, a gentleman named Cootie's house outside of Valdosta, Georgia, while taking a bunch of bong rips. Um. That's Prove It All Night, folks. <laughs> Nine to midnight on WFMU. His name is Benny Horowitz. Hey, Cootie's a real guy. Grew up in a pig farm, sings for a rad band called Ninja Gun. I think I know Ninja Gun. They were great. And also, we have a friend named, who also is nicknamed Coot, Mark, Mark Caterina. Oh, that's Cooter. Cooter. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know his name was Mark for many, many, many years. Many years. I, it was, yeah. Everyone just called him Coot, which is like a, not even that, like, it's... It's a nickname that his grandmother gave him or something. Yeah, it goes way back. It goes like way back. It's uh-huh. just, it's like actually like a cutesy nickname and not like the yeah, not, like not that not the thing that we're we should believe because it's a it's innocent. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna end this titled set. Uh, how do I do that? Like this. That was uh, some music from Shane. If we have time, I hope will he could play us out at the end of the show. Um, now we could play that track. We or, could. or we could keep going and probably try try to take some calls or both. I don't know. Do you really I mean, want? Do you want to rip into that song? Well, right listen. I'll never not want to rip in to a song by Queen on the Iron Eagle soundtrack. Uh huh. I mean, that's just that's a given at all times. But I also feel Pat that we haven't really closed the door. We haven't concluded the show on some of the things we've been talking. I feel like we threw out the. The worst job you ever had. Which I was going to ask Justin about, because he's here as well. Ashley as well. Uh, we're going to swing the mic over to them, back over to Sunshine in the Rain Okay. in a moment. But uh, that's right. We haven't closed out worst jobs, which I haven't even talked to my about my own. Well, I, I should probably... Because neither of you guys have convinced me uh-huh. that I believe you would never hire a hitman. Right. There's the hitman stuff. Uh, what else? Dark, was on well, we've—I mean—we've learned a lot about the dark. The web. dark web. We've learned a lot about, sure. But if anyone wants to call in about any of those topics, um, how would you justify in your life ever hiring a hitman? Um, what was the worst job you ever had? And maybe it's all of the above. Um, and oh. and have you ever used the, the dark web? It could I mean, be all of the above. How great would it be if we got a call from someone who's like, you know what? The worst job I ever had was being a hitman, and I got hired on the dark web. Exactly, just someone with all the insight, <laughs> all the uh, all, all the above all in one shot. Come that would on, that I would end the show. There. That would end the show. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. That's two zero one two zero nine W F M. You right? That was a good Mama. trick. Mama. Mama. Oh, bye. Sorry. <laughs> Um, of course, I'm imitating um, 
Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. There he is. <laughs> That's my Paul McCartney. That's my Paul McCartney. That's not a famous guy. I lose that name all the time. <laughs> you know, when he checked into hotels, he was Paul Ramon. Yeah. That's how these guys came about. Is that real? Yeah, the, they got their they get, the Ramones got that name from from uh, Paul McCartney's alias. Mark fifteen says, "I currently work at the worst job I've ever had." That could be the case. I feel like I'm currently working at the worst job I ever had. <laughs> uh, I throw it over to Justin from Sunshine in the Rain on mic number four. Check, check one two. Hey hey one two. There you go, Mama 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 <laughs> Mama. <laughs> uh, Mama. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, worst job? That's a tough one. There, there were several of them growing up. To be yeah. honest with you, but uh, I think the one that has the most mental scarring. Ash, what do you think? Do you think it's what those therapy sessions I have with you about the time when I worked for my father's uh, general oh, yeah. contracting? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doing like uh, roofing jobs and. Uh, like the hot hottest days in August Ooh. in Jersey City, good time. That's tough. Breaking up slabs of concrete all over Jersey City, oh. hottest days of July and August. But I picture that cool scene in Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. Yeah, you know when they're all tarring the rooftops. It was not as cool. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> all I wanted to do was get paid into the week so I can go to Pier Platters and buy records by Pussy Galore. Yeah. No That's cold beers from Andy Dufresne. Was was our friend Pat Longo working there when? <laughs> Pat was not around. Um, Pure platters. But uh, I think Gaylord. I think a couple of times Gaylord or Steve Shelley may rang me up hmm. when I was buying records there. But um, yeah, those were pretty pretty tough summers. Like I gotta say, uh, some contracting okay. for my grandpa for like less than minimum wage hardcore. <laughs> um, but it wasn't the heat or like clearing out brush or whatever else it was that my grandpa would sit in the truck and listen to rush limbaugh and <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so i would be in the the heat really you know your grandfather's conservative oh my whole family's from texas my friend oh yeah wow so, yeah and not austin i guess no <laughs> <laughs> i the, not marfa the last tour the, the last rock and roll tour i was ever on which was only like a year and a half ago i guess but um the last one uh, That's of my so life before I hung up my spurs. <laughs> you know, I actually did hang up my spurs, <laughs> and, and and it was the classic like r- refusal to go in a movie line. Like I don't do that anymore. And someone's like, "We need you." I was like, All right, <laughs> saddle up. No, but we were um, we were driving from um, what is was is it. It's Arizona, right? It goes New Mexico, then Arizona, or does it go Arizona? I, I always Mexico, forget. Arizona. Depending yeah. on which direction you're going. If you're you're coming from California. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm starting to get post-traumatic stress right coalition things. Yeah. <laughs> if you're coming from California, you hit... Arizona? Hit Arizona, New Mexico. And then New Mexico. So yeah. we're coming from New Mexico, and we're hitting that crazy, weird part of Texas that's like near El Paso, that like, oh, yeah. that like oh, yeah. southern, like, <laughs> but like west part, like below everyone, where it's just like, it's its own country there. It's just like its own... And we stopped in, um, the singer slash leader of the band was like, we, it was a rough day, everyone was like at each other's throats, and he was just like, I want to buy everyone ice cream. So then a bunch of, uh, of weirdo, alternative looking kids all go into this like, it was a, it was a gas station, um, store that had like a bigger one that was like a mart, like to it, you know, like a <laughs> 7-Eleven-esque 
wall-to-wall thing. Not a truck stop, but like a gas stop. And they had a Cold Stone Creamery in it for whatever reason. <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, great, let's pull in here. And we pull in there. And we're just like one guy. One guy's skinny, wearing short shorts with, with long, like, shoulder-length green hair. I'm looking like whatever I look like. We're all just weirdos, right? And the guy sells us the ice cream, and he, like, sizes us up and looks at us. And the guy's like, y'all from Austin. <laughs> and we're like, like no, we're uh, but y'all, y'all head to Austin. We're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just defeated the most defeated thing. We are. Oh man! But I remember Ganelli getting pulled that same like area, out, right outside El Paso, when we were when Rye was on tour. We went to Tijuana and Ganelli bought a pocket knife. And we made it across the border with this is like 1999, <laughs> and then um, Ralph quit the band in in uh, El Paso, and um, really? Vin, Vin actually like sang the rest of the set. Wow! And we were going to take Wait, Vin sang the yeah. set. What? Yeah, there was at one time there was VHS footage of that, but apparently it got destroyed. And like, how did he do? Vin was incredible. Really? You know, was he like, yeah. Was he like the Vin, secret had him in him the whole time? Oh, Vin, front man. Vin's the natural front man. I used to be in a band with him in high school. Ben was the front man. Ben was incredible. But uh, no one was talking on the ride because I guess we convinced Ralph to stay in the band. And there was just complete silence and we were trying to drive to like the next town from El Paso because I think we had a day off. I think eventually we had to get to Austin. Right. And um, John spaced out and we got pulled over by this two cops, of, of course. Of course. Two cops. It always takes two cops in a town like that. Always. And, they um, need backup <laughs> when the rock and roll kids are on the side of the road. <laughs> And Call uh, for backup. <laughs> at some point, uh, John musters up tears because they find the pocket knife on him. And um, the other cop comes out and goes to the side of the van and tells us all to get out and to to face the uh, the field. And um, and I swear to God, and I and I told you, I told Ash, yeah. Um, I honestly thought we were gonna get shot. Oh my gosh! Like, and Dave, you know, being Dave, Dave couldn't just stare at the field. He turned his head and he goes, "Boy, what did I tell you to do?" <laughs> and I was like. Oh my God, we're this is official. We're, we're this is where we die. Basically, we're not going back to the city. But uh, how, long, how long were you were you in that position? It felt like Told eternity, but it was probably about like fifteen minutes. or Fifteen so. minutes. Yeah, they Good searched the van. Lord. Yeah, it was it was really intense. But they the thing that scared me the most was just to face the field and do not win. It was like whatever you do, do not turn around. I was like, oh my God, like we're gonna get bullets to the back of the head. Let me see you quiver, boy, quiver. <laughs> Let me get this uh, pipe out. <laughs> me and my friends were driving around in high school, and we had a BB gun, so we were just shooting it around like stupid kids. I don't just know. stuff or people? Yeah, not, we weren't <laughs> shooting people. We were just like, woohoo, shoot a tree, shoot a like, thing, I don't know, whatever Lollygag. stupid 17-year-old yeah. boys do. But uh, apparently some concerned citizen saw us with the BB gun and thought it was a real gun, so they called the police. So the police tracked us down and pulled us over and... Uh, came over to the car with their like guns drawn because they thought we had a gun or something um and uh we're like so we had to like give it to them and then they like we sat in the car for like 20 minutes while they shot a stop sign with the bb gun and just like kept shooting it and reloading it and sh- i'm sorry it's all right i caught it and uh it's like around. super troopers or yeah something near and right uh, eventually they Nope. You guys over there, just keep staring in that field with your pants down. We're not done playing with this yet. (laughs) And uh, then they gave it back to us, and they gave my friend a ticket because he was past curfew. (laughs) 
Wow. There's a curfew oh, in your town? God. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey instituted a thing where you're not allowed to drive past midnight if you're 18. Oh, you guys uh, got stuck with that. I yeah. was on the cusp, and we were all right yeah. at 17. But I, I actually, hear about that. I didn't even get my license until I was 18. But uh, the wait. So just real Me quick, too. just real, really. Yeah. Well, in, out, uh, out here, you don't really need it, but... I saw it as no one was going to buy me a car, give me a car, and I said, well, I should even try. It was like, I've been licensed. It was hard. It was very oh, hard. Oh, I didn't get right. one until I was, like, 25 either, because no. my parents were going to buy me a car, <laughs> and I, like, I didn't, you know... Same. But listen, I... I, I, sh- I got one the day I turned 17. <laughs> Sorry, guys. On the other hand... <laughs> but listen, I, I got to say, so, so Justin just told that story. He was... Uh, Respectively, in Rye Coalition, there's a there's a great movie that great talks group. that talks great about group. all Thank these you. all these sort of um, stories and crazy things, and it, it's a documentary out. Although uh, Ash says a lot of the great stuff got deleted, right? <laughs> that's what uh, you always say. Well, that story's in there, story. right? Uh, no, no. It's not in oh, I thought that. Right? No, I, th- I yeah. thought I thought it was in there. Maybe yes, I yeah. somehow have heard it in folklore, but um, the movie is it just called Rye Coalition? The movie. Uh, it's called it something called, like that. Oh, the story of the Hard Luck Five. The story yeah. of the Hard Luck Five. Yes, and our friend Jenny, Jenny Metz, Jenny Metz directed that, and uh, I I don't know if it's on. You guys can get it somewhere if, you, somewhere. if, you, if you're on Amazon or whatever. Uh, Christmas time. I keep plugging that's that site tonight. Stuffer. But yeah, it's a great movie, and um, but I want to throw it over to Ashley, who's been quiet this whole show, Ash, and ask her what her what her. You remember El Paso? What you? what her uh, worst job? of her life thus far was and if she ever would justify hiring a hitman okay and why well i've been pretty lucky i haven't had to have too many horrible jobs in my life i've been very blessed um however i would say my worst one when i was growing up i did a lot of like just kind of like odd jobs in the neighborhood like whether it be like babysitting or just like helping out with with other families in the neighborhood because we were it was a, it was a very like close-knit sure. community um so this one house that was like two houses down from us, they would have me babysit for them because they had like some kids that were a little bit younger than me. But one time they went on vacation for a week and they had this, um, I think it was a golden retriever that they wanted to leave at home. And they were like, can you just come over like a couple times a day and like let the dog out and feed the dog or whatever? Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Sure. And mind you, I mean, I love animals, but I've never been, like, a huge person that's just, like, the best with them, especially, like, large animals. But I'm like, okay, whatever. And those you dogs know. get huge. Yeah. yeah, it was a huge... I mean, and mind you, I'm I'm 11 at this time, so the, do- <laughs> the dog is the size of me. So I'm like, okay, sure, I can go over, I can unlock... You know, you gave me some keys, I'll go over and, and feed the dog or whatever. But... We were having a huge storm at the time, as as you would, of course, when they're off on vacation. And they left their patio, like all of their patio furniture out on the deck and everything. So they had this this glass table and all of their chairs and stuff out out on the deck. And the first time I go to try to go feed the dog, I go to try to let the dog out and I look in the back and well i let the dog out and then the do- i i noticed there's kind of like some disarray happening so i look outside and i see that the dog is getting glass in its paws because oh. <laughs> oh man because the table that they had in the back no. completely shattered oh, from no. the storm that they had cuz the- there's this glass table that they left the umbrella out that i guess caught wind completely turned over. I don't even know where the chairs are. I can't see any of them, but all I see is glass all over the deck. <laughs> oh. 
And that's about it. And the dog with now glass all over its paws. So basically, I'm panicking. Like, what am I going to tell this family? Like, your your Ruh-roh. pet is going to <laughs> your pet is going to need surgery. And in addition to that, I root like. In my mind, as an 11-year-old, I ruined your hundreds of dollars worth of patio furniture. So at 11, that is yeah. that is that is like the end of the world. It was pretty devastating. That's the end of the world. I, I can't even remember exactly how we justified it. Like I got my parents involved. Would you have hired a hitman in that uh, situation? <laughs> were, you, were you about to say? Um, yeah, like yeah. were you prepared to hire someone to cover it up? Yeah, like because like, I've been in some situations like that when I was a kid where. I would have done anything to get my parents or their parents from finding out about it. Like, if I could have yeah. covered it up, I definitely would have. Yeah. That's, so, I believe it. Yeah, it was a bad situation, and I think my parents helped me out and, you know, negotiated with them to try to give them some money yeah. to help them repair the patio equipment. Were they furious? Oh, they were furious. They were furious? How were you supposed to take out know. the umbrella? They were furious about their dog getting, like, glass in their paws which is like sure I get it but you just told me to go let your dog out which I did I that's let their negligence out. that's their negligence 11 year old yeah. that's on you I already told if you care that thank much. you I'm glad you're on my side because <laughs> I clearly still hold this guilt from like are they years still ago. friends of your parents no are they still in your life and okay thank god that pretty much ruined their relationship <laughs> um yeah what is that is Amy's li- what is that called I don't know. What is that called? Casual Encounters? Angie. Angie's, Angie's List. There yeah. it is. I knew it started with an A. Yeah. You see it like 2 a.m. Yeah, Angie's List. Yeah, my uh, neighbor that I share property with exclusively hires people off Angie's List. He really swears by it. all end Yeah. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. No, it's I, my good. reviews are horrible on I there. I don't know. Situation. I don't know. But, uh, but listen, I'll say this. Uh, my name is Pat Byrne. I was proven all night. I would never hire a hitman. Uh, the worst job I ever had... Um, I've had so many, but the one that topped it off was a few, um, two Fourth of Julys ago. No, was it this Fourth? It was this Fourth of July. It was this one, and you know this story, right? With the with where 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 the village people were playing Macho Man, and I was working a terrible event where I I literally had to w- lift bags of garbage over my head in the pouring rain while I had just cut myself and blood was dripping oh, down my arm. And I was throwing flimsy bags of garbage into a dumpster off of a off of a cart, off of w- w- one of those golf carts. And there's more to the story, and I'll, I've told it, I think, in detail on this show, so check the archives. Um, you've been listening to Prove It All Night on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, and Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and online at WFMU.org. Shane, come on back. I'm so sorry I didn't have, have time for you to play another song, uh, but... Do you want me to pl- play us out with that one r- real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's, let's do it. We're going to hear uh, ten, se- 10 seconds of Queen, and then I'm going to turn it over to Joel St. Germain, who's going to bring it to you till 3 a.m., so please stay tuned for him. I want to thank Sunshine in the Rain. I want to thank <laughs> Benny Horowitz, Shane Vidari. Look thank them you. up online. Listen to their music. Hang out. Um, I, don't, I don't have a closing thing anymore, so... Uh, I'm just going to uh, play this, and so Joel will be able to cue up something. See you next week, folks. Goodbye.